1: This episode is brought to you by What's the Big Idea? An indispensable guide to becoming a kick-ass creative director. By yours truly, Jaime Cabrera. Pick it up on Amazon and now available on Audible. Welcome back to the podcast, Confessions of a Creative Director, the original podcast made by a creative director for creative directors, for aspiring creative directors, for creatives of all types looking to up their game. This is your podcast, and I am your host, Jaime Cabrera. Welcome back. Kevin Robinson is the founder and executive creative director of Juniper Jones. You're going to love the great thoughts he's going to share with us today on how strong leadership and collective ownership leads to the best creative output. So without further ado, let's get into it with Kevin Robinson. Hey Kevin, how are you?
0: How's it going, Javi? How you doing?
1: Good man. We finally we finally got together. I know we've been trying to make yeah. this conversation happen for a while. So I'm super excited that we're finally able to yeah. uh, you know align the stars and and bring us together. So thanks for making the time to be on the show.
0: Oh thanks for having me.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to talk about uh, our topic today, and uh, you know we'll we'll get into it in a second. But I want to lo- know a little bit about what you've got going on over there, what you guys are focused on, and uh, just kind of give us an overview.
0: Yeah, so we're you know I started out um, doing more of uh, execution on, yeah. on on stuff, VFX, 3D animation, motion design and had a a couple companies doing that. And when Juniper was born, it was the realization of just wanted to do more coming up with ideas. I didn't really know what that meant at the time. Yeah. Um, but it was more about how do we, how do we get higher level? How do we start coming up with ideas? Realize that, you know, goes into strategy and Mm -hmm. fostering creativity and all that. But Juniper basically was born of like, how do we take the execution knowledge? Um, that we know, and then how do we combine it with um, ideation strategy and, and so forth? So we did a lot of that with networks. Um, we started doing it with brands, and kind of just took off. Where we were this hybrid shop, right? So you can come to us for the execution. Hopefully, we're a little bit better. Not better, better is not a good word. Hopefully, we we. We understand how to execute because we understand what the agency, whether it's internal, external, what the, where they're coming from, because we've been there. Um, and then yeah. on the flip side, if we're going direct to brand um, or, or network, um, we know how to get the job done. right? So the ideas that we come up with, um, the different campaigns, we know uh, what it takes, how much time, how much money resources, et cetera, to actually execute on it. So hopefully the, what we present, um, ends up being smoother, right? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's been really, you know, when it, when, when, when that idea was launched, it was, it was kind of, you had to walk this line of don't, don't get the agency upset. Don't get the brand upset because, um, you're also kind of working direct. Yeah, um, but I think nowadays that line is blurred, and everyone understands we're just trying to do the best work, and where we're honestly not competing. Right. Um, we're we're at a different level.
1: <laughs> right, 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 right. And then in terms of what you are sort of all about, right? I was, I was reading again some of the, these descriptors, right? Creative renegade. You you've had to kind of, I would imagine, now that you've made this shift to kind of more of an agency has that sort of forced you to think differently about your own creative process and how you work and which has led you to some of these, um, you know, some of these descriptors and also some of the things that we're going to talk about here in a minute. Has that, was that sort of a function of having to go like, well, hey, we're different now. I need to start thinking differently or?
0: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I, I think when the, when the journey started, um, didn't quite realize it because didn't, didn't, wasn't born from a, From the agency side it was born from the production side of hands-on of you know everywhere from like 3d animation and maya specialist in that and like compositing um then i was a live action director uh did a whole whole slew of um promos and live action stuff Um, and then when wanted to get more into the, the concepting the scripting and all that realized well now we got it now. Now it's <laughs> about fostering creativity. Right. It's about learning how to brainstorm properly. Yeah. It's about building a culture that you can um, come up with I- I- ideas and thoughts and play with them in like a, a sandbox, right? Yeah. So like, how do you do? How do you do that? Um, and then once you realize that, and once you start getting interesting ideas percolating and things to pitch, then you realize like. Okay, now I gotta learn how to sell this, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like yeah. that's not so, like like sales is like a word that like hits a creative in the heart, like ooh, like don't like that word. But like, how do you like how do you pitch it? How you pitch how do you it? enroll yeah. people in your idea. Um, so ooh, I like that was,
1: word. I like that word. Enroll. I like that word. Enroll people yeah. in the idea. I like that. Yeah, you
0: want to get people all the same, thinking the same way, right? Um, so then it's like, well, okay, now we have to figure out how to present. What's the strategy around presentation? What's the like psychology of people, of how they think? Um, yeah. Not like not a man- manipulative kind of way, but just like no, no, how no. do you how do you um, get them to understand and 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 all that. So, um, so that's kind of the tra- tra- my my personal trajectory. Yeah. And then, um, and then I and then I uh, then I needed a break, uh, in building Juniper. I lived in a van for a while. I built a van, lived in a van. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when, that's when I, I you know, I was kind of I. It's a lot to do in a in a, in a smallish company when you're yeah running it and also you're directing and you're doing all this other stuff and I I honestly got burnt out and I needed perspective. What? I lost my way.
1: Really? Yeah. When when was when did this happen in the whole process?
0: It was right at the beginning of the. Pandemic. So I, had, oh, okay. bought a, I okay. had bought a van. The company was already remote. Yeah. Um, fully remote. Even before uh, the a, pandemic? Yeah. We had a studio okay. in, in Dumbo. Yeah. um But I'd already been pushing the company <clears throat> to be remote for a couple of years. So we were like, we were, we were like using all these weird duct tape tools to be remote that weren't yeah. popular yet because they weren't there. Yeah. But the company was, we had an office space. We were technically hybrid. Yeah. Everyone was working remote um so that I could <laughs> figure out a way to, to not be in the office and lock into a chair because I was getting tired. Yeah. Right? So I bought this I bought this van. Um I met my my, my now wife. We started building it out, and then the pandemic hit. And for everyone else it was like this ca- catastrophe of like, oh my God, what the hell do we do? How do we work remote? We can't go in the office. And we're just like
1: You're already you were business like, business
0: as you... normal, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you just
1: hit the you just hit the road and hit did the your road, thing.
0: build a van, doing a thing, working from working from the van. Um, but really, for me personally, i I needed um, I needed to reset, and I needed another perspective, and I needed um, more support. And that's where we, we were acquired by, by Lively, um, which also houses two other other brands and editorial and audio shop. And that that then like helped to build up Juniper, we combined capabilities, helped to give me like vision and grounding and support again to be a creative, um, yeah. and not fall under the weight of uh, of all the different things. So yeah. Yeah.
1: That's cool. I got. I got. You'll have to send me a picture of this van because in my mind, I'm. I'm oh, like picturing awesome. not only like a cool living space, but you had it all tricked out with gear and probably some kind oh. of fancy like Wi-Fi satellite. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> reception or
0: something. <laughs> oh yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome, That's and I cool. didn't know how to turn on a saw at the time, so it was also yeah. uh like learning on YouTube, and uh, it's, it's pretty nice. That's it's pretty Japanese cool, man. Inspired and yeah, it's it's sweet.
1: Well, good for you. So I don't normally do this, but because I I just love the, you know, what you put together in terms of what you want to talk about, that I just feel like I I have to kind of read this out loud because I want people listening to be prepared and have, you know, their notes ready. And obviously you don't have to stick to this, you know, uh, verbatim, but... What, what, what you said you wanted to talk about, which I love, which is how strong leadership and collective ownership leads to great creative output. And in your mind, there's probably a lot of steps, but these are four of the important ones, which is the three whys to digging deeper. Uh, stop being a problem solver and start finding the right problems, which is such an intriguing thing. That I can't wait to hear about it. Uh, it's your idea, not mine and take your title and shove it good ideas don't care and i and i and i love that one so i would just love you know this is your this is your platform thank you for you know uh uh, teaching the audience as i mentioned to you you know in our our previous kind of exchanges i'm the show is about trying to bring up the next generation and this is the kind of stuff that that they uh that they need to hear so i'll let you kind of take it away here
0: well yeah please uh interrupt me. Let's oh, yeah, I will. I have lots of questions as, as, yeah. we, as we go. Oh, of course. Um I'm not selling a I'm not selling a course or uh you know um, which I think you know like that. that
1: that's what makes it I think in some ways more um I don't know if noble is the right word, but you don't you don't have you don't have any you're not selling you're not selling a book, you're not you're just here because you have learned this stuff and you want to share it and I think that that's what makes it even more kind of like, you know, 100%. special. So
0: I think when you get to a point in your career um, and get to a certain age, it's about that's what gives me energy personally. Yep, is helping other people, and I, I, I help a few just coach like creative coach, business coach people on the side for no money, um, just because it's it's exciting and interesting. Um, it also, it's kind of a two-fold street, right? You right. Help, you help the younger generation. They're seeing things in a different light. They give you energy and perspective. So I Absolutely. am getting something in return. Uh, it's just not monetary value. Yeah.
1: Well, um, don't say don't say it out loud because then they're going to want to charge us uh, to to do that.
0: <laughs> hey,
1: I'm mentoring you. Right. I'm right. mentoring you, old guy. No, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, let's start with um, stop being a problem solver and start finding the right problems. Okay. Um, cool. I, you know, one of your one of your which which I would encourage people to listen to uh, a couple episodes back you had a guest on that was talking about presentations yeah ben levy um yeah he was great yeah he's awesome um so i don't want to repeat what he's what he's saying but there are some some similarities there um in that it's about communication right so you get So you get a brief, you get a download from your client, whoever that client is, whether it's an agency or a brand, whatever. Um, and you, you tend to assume that they understand what their problem is. Um, and they obviously think they know what their problem is because they've had internal meetings with a lot of smart people and they get it right. Um, but what can happen is, uh, they don't know the problem. They think they know the problem. And if you're gonna go in and you're gonna try to solve said problem, you need to make sure that everyone's on the right page and it's the right thing to be had. So, like, one thing I don't like is when you get a brief and you can't get a phone call. You just have to like pitch. No, thank you, because unless you can dive deeper and to start to understand the why's, what is that? Um, so, yeah, one and thing I think that that's into-
1: I. I- um, just to kind of jump in there, oh, right? Nice. There was um, uh, at a at a previous um, agency, our our kind of like our parent agency had this this um, kind of prerequisite, and and whenever they got an RFP, if they could not get a, a phone call with the the with the company that was issuing the RFP to discuss and and get some inside information, they'd pass on it. Yeah, and I thought that that was just great because. If you cannot get somebody to to um to tell you a little bit more about what they're looking for or just give you any insight, that kind of tells you what it's going to be like That's right. to work with them. So I I love that rule, uh, well, you know, unfortunately I haven't been able to implement it, you know, uh, in <laughs> in the day-to-day stuff, but it, you know, what a great thing to say like, "Hey man, if you can't talk to us and give us a little bit more insight before we spend all this time and energy and money putting these right. these ideas together for That's you right. then" sorry, we're, we're not the right, we're not going to be the right fit.
0: Right. Because it typically, I mean, maybe sometimes you, you, you get it right. Maybe I don't know what a percentage would be, but let's say 10% of the time you can nail it. Most of the time it's a waste of everyone's time, unless you can really dive in deeper. Um, so, and part of that is, is a, is one communication is I, I like to not trade in buzzwords. Um, buzzwords scare me because they come with all sorts of assumptions of what something is. Right. And it's, I call it like a buzzword trap because even if there's some people that say the buzzwords and don't know what they mean, right. There are other people that use buzzwords, know what they mean, but what they mean to themselves and what they mean to you might be completely different. Right. Even, even like even creative director. Right. So creative director from a, I say, if I'm a creative director, that's a title, right? You conjure up an image of what that is from an agency point of view, where from a production company point of view, it's a totally different thing, right? So like getting down to talking about what it is behind it and really using normal people speak, I think is very uh, important. Um, It cuts through the clutter. Yeah. Um,
1: Give me some of your, give me some of your favorites. Give me some of oh. your favorite. Uh, <laughs> don't want to put you on the spot, but synergy, well, I mean, synergy, organic synergy. Organic yeah, yeah. synergy.
0: Um, uh, yeah, now I can't think of it. <laughs> viral's not
1: a viral's not necessarily a buzzword anymore, but it's like we we want to make a we want to make a viral video. It's like, well, it I want to ride viral. a magic That's fucking right. unicorn to yeah. a p- to a land That's of right. you know gold you know but it's like that's if right. i if i knew how to do that and guaranteed every time i wouldn't be you know i'd be a billionaire and, there's,
0: and viral is different definitions for viral do you mean that you want some people to like and share it because viral is not uh an objective right it's a loose it's a loose stat um uh, so yeah uh, what about
1: well, one one more before we we, we move on here the yeah, meta, yeah, the yeah. metaverse and now people are all walking the metaverse back a little bit so that that's kind of i don't know i don't know what i don't know what what i mean by this but i want this idea to be part of the metaverse web you know web three like okay sure
0: yeah that one bothers me too because you can argue well the metaverse we're already in the metaverse and there's an argument for that right you can argue well the metaverse is no it's it doesn't become a metaverse until we all exchange bitcoin and cryptocurrency and there's like a it's all exchanged through the internet and web three right and then there's an argument of like well it's 3d and you have to put goggles on and we're all like hanging out with zuckerberg all day long and you know right really? um, so no thanks yeah, i'm out no thanks <laughs> all right all right all right good um, good another getting down to the problem one is the client the client isn't the enemy and i i think we tend to um i think we tend to in the industry, uh, go to the go d- not disparage, but you tend to like, well, they don't know what they're talking about, right? I'm, I'm smart, I'm smarter, I know what we're doing, right? And you don't know what you're talking about, and that never, in, in my opinion, it never works. It takes away energy and it, it stops communication because if the client says, I want something red. And you go, well, it looks better blue. And you butt heads there. Well, the question is, why do you want it red? Right? And you need to get down to, well, they're not just being combative or have a different opinion. They're seeing something and they just might not know how to communicate it. And it's our role to use creative language in order to get them to explain it in a way that we all understand. Oh, the problem isn't blue. The problem is we're not being bold enough. And you're saying, well, it's red, right? That's to be bolder, but the real problem is, um, it's not, it's not bold enough. Well, okay, now we're coming from a place of mutual understanding, and we're trying to solve solve the problem. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they want to be, so- and
1: you know, I think that I, you know, there's there's something that I talk a lot about in my book and you know, on the podcast is like, they they want and and deserve and should be a part of the process in some way. I'm not saying that you need to have the client in all your ideation sessions, and you know, but they, they, you know, they have ideas, they have thoughts, they, they know 100%. their their product or their brand better than anybody. And I think this idea of like, we we got this, you stay over there. A, it's you know, I think it's kind of silly and and you know, exclusive. Um, and B, there it's gonna it's not it's gonna help you because there'll be m- more about into the process to your point, right? Right. They're, they're more enrolled in the idea and, and more enrolled in the process. And, you know, you should have them involved as much as possible. Sometimes clients, there's some clients that don't want to be involved, but I think a lot of them do.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the word, the, the being collaborative, I think is a, is a cultural, it's something in our ethos of, of being collaborative. And that's, that's exactly it. So when we, when we start working with a client um i always ask how how much do you Mm. want to be involved in the process do you want us to go back and bring you ideas fully baked out um do you want to be in the room do we want to join a slack channel together and chit chat share ideas and huddle real time um do you want to get like white paper ideas, just no visuals behind it, just top line thoughts. Yeah. And usually, usually clients land somewhere in the middle. Well, we don't need to chat all the time. Right. But, but yeah, we want to be a part of the process and, um, that's why we're all in this business, right? We all, we all want to do the best thing. We all want to be creative. We all want to get to whatever the objective is. Um, and we want to get there together and it makes it more fun. Um, it gets down deeper into it and makes it more collaborative and it comes into, I think the bullet, one of the bullet points you said in there is like, it's your idea, not mine. Right. And part of that is around enrollment of if you're working together and you're treating everyone as equals that everybody can have good ideas An idea, just because I came up with it because my ego supports it doesn't mean that it's better than, than your idea or even the intern's idea. Right. Um, it's all we're all working on this together. And it's a job of a creative director to not come up with the idea. I mean, sometimes sometimes. Sure. Yeah. But like I personally think it's the job of the creative director is to pinpoint where the seed of the idea is. Right. So I have so many times. I mean, clients are smart. They know their brand. They'll say something. Well, in passing. And it's like, you know what? that that's it that's the seed that's the seed of the idea let's let's grow on that and then it's like it's everyone's it's everyone's it's a it's a it's a community involvement and you're leading the ship but uh everyone owns it yeah everyone owns it so we're kind of getting away from yeah
1: um we're kind of getting away from what sorry
0: well, you know, finding the right problem. It's all kinda That's of...
1: all right, that's all right, it's all connected. That's all right. <laughs> it's all connected if you wanna go back go go back to
0: Yeah, 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 No, but it, it kinda goes into the it goes into the whys. What what I was calling the three whys. Yeah. It's a it's a tool. I think naturally I think when you get to a certain point you kinda do this, right? But I think it's a it's a good tool. To use, especially when starting out, to really dig deeper to find out what the real problem is. Um, and the three whys is whatever, it's kind of like a two year old, a three year old, right? Mm-hmm. When they're asking questions, well, why, yes. why, why, yes, why, yes, why? Yes, yes. And they can feel kind of weird and you have to keep answering. Yes. But um, when you keep digging down into the why, you get to a place that the person didn't quite think about. So I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Um, We had met, we one of our clients, um, his name was Gene and he's a real estate guy, suit guy. Yeah. um, Not someone who like typically, you know, creative types would hang out with, but like the guy was super creative. He just didn't know how to, how to explain his ideas, but he had good ideas and was creative. Anyway. Met him. Met him. Uh, one of our producers met him on the street while smoking a cigarette, waiting for parking to, to <laughs> time out. They were yeah. like, right down in Dumbo, and yeah. they start chit-chatting. And he's like, "Well, I'm coming. I'm coming down here. I'm, I'm I'm interviewing a vendor to do some video work for us." Hmm. So, my producer Tim Kau was like, "Well, we do video work. Why don't yeah. you come by and see us?" And he's like, "Oh, okay. I have to have them done with him. I'll come over to you." So he comes over, and he's like, um, it's like so. Yeah, I got this project. We're doing this this whole development down in Brooklyn, and uh, we want to make these videos. And I said, okay, well, why do you want to make the videos? Right. Well, we want to we want to sell this new community and sell this brand and da, da da da, and our and he goes and our you know our brand isn't that strong. In explaining it, so I need you guys to make it stronger. Okay. okay. Well, why isn't your brand strong? Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, there's no real brand guide and it just kind of fell apart and now we, we're a little bit lost. Yeah. Well, why Why is that? Well, you know, he's like, well, new, I'm new to the company and I'm trying to convince people to redo it, but I'm not really getting there. Yeah. And I was like, well, why is it hard for you to convince
1: people? <laughs> and
0: now, now it's getting, now, like these sentences is getting a little uncomfortable, right? Right. And he's like, well, and, and you know, he gets vulnerable now, right? And he's like, well... I'm not really very good at explaining why it's not right. I just know it's not right. And then he's like, you know, in our talks, he's like, well, you know, what I really need is someone like you to come in and explain it to them. Yeah. That's and, that
1: the real, and that was the real, that was the real, that's the real problem. And that's the real challenge. the the, right. the, so- the video is a product or a subset of that, but that wasn't the, that wasn't the core issue, right? right? Because you, because well, right. what it probably would have happened is you would have made just a, a video that didn't, that sure. just was surface level that didn't address anything, right?
0: Right. It would have looked pretty, but it wouldn't yeah. have actually addressed the the core root of the problem. Um, and it turned a video job, you know, of whatever, couple, to like a full branding multi million dollar job, right? right. Um, and it's and that's how, I mean, problems. I, I, ha-
1: hats off to you because i i can see i mean i i started to just to sort of squirm when you were you were kind of going through that process because it it can get um uncomfortable but i think as long as somehow you're able to you don't want to tell them what you're doing but it's some some way you can say like just just follow me here just trust me here you know let me ask well, you in these, some respects, these you questions. don't
0: know what you're you don't know what you're doing because it's typically that last why it's the why that you don't want to ask you don't even know what you're asking yeah. You don't even, you might not even, it might not even make sense to you. Well, wh- yeah. well, why? Because then, then you get down to it's always that vulnerable part. It's a good, it's probably a good podcast interview thing too, right? It's like, well,
1: yeah, well, it is. And I, and the way that, you know, the way that I've kind of articulated is it, kind of a coaching thing that I've read about. And it's, it's called the what else uh, question. Oh, yeah, and so else? you yeah. just say, and what else? Right. And the person will say, blah, blah, blah. And then you'll say, okay, and what else? And then right. eventually you'll get to a point where they just go, ah, you
0: right. know, and it's, and it's really
1: great for, it's really great for coaching, right? Because people will typically tell you on the surface, so, "Well, hi, so how, how's it going on the team?" And oh, it's mm-hmm. great, going great, you know, everything's going really well. Okay, and you know what else? Well, you know, there's a, there's a thing that's going on with this, and and why is that? And what you know, and then you go, and then they finally yeah. go, you know, I'm not getting invited to ideation sessions and this person, right. you know, or whatever, you kind of get it all out and you're like, ah, oh, there right. it is. There it is. That's right.
0: That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's the same, it's the same, same thing. Right. Same exact thing, right? Different different words, same structure. It works in all works in relationships too. Yeah. <laughs> right. And why is
1: that? And and and, and I and, and I'm and probably I'm curious how many times you you don't get you don't get to the answer, and then and the reason why is because the original problem or whatever it is wasn't the right one. you know what I mean Because I'm sure that's you get right. to a point where you go, "Well, maybe, well shit, you're right, maybe that wasn't, maybe that wasn't it. you know what I mean like it, it, there could be a way where even if it dead ends that's that's an answer right
0: well that that also that happens a lot, right? I'm glad you said that because what can happen is you get to a point well. Shit, I don't, I don't know. These are good questions. Let me get back to the team. Yeah, and let's we need we need to regroup on this because we realize that maybe this maybe this is not right. Right, and then you saved yourself a whole bunch of time, effort, and energy to come to this conclusion later down the road, and a bunch of money and energy. Right,
1: and people, you know, um, don't realize that doing all this uh hard work at the front is actually a money saver and a time saver in the in the in the future right because they're feel like well this is hard why are we doing this it's like well this will actually save you and it's hard it's hard to illustrate that but it is true because then you're not you're going to be starting from a place that's right and and accurate as opposed to you know figuring it out six weeks later and you're like oh shit that wasn't Absolutely. the thing that we were supposed to be doing.
0: And that's about trust building, right? Because they have to trust you as a as a person, as an agency that you're 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 doing you're you're taking your time figuring out the strategy, getting the lay of the land in order to then come with something that's super powerful. Right? Yeah. Like I had a I have an I have a friend who's an editor mm-hmm. and the way that he edits is he will spend If there's a, if it's six, if it's five days until we have to do a posting. Yeah. He'll spend the first four just going through and finding his clips and organizing it and getting it. I haven't seen anything yet. Right. And then right at the last second, it's like, boom, he's got five versions and they're all awesome. Right. Yeah. But that in order to do that, you have to build trust. (laughs) And that took time. If it was anyone else but him and he says, well, you're not going to see it. A cut until a couple hours before we show it. Um, that's not going to fly. Right right, 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 right. But that's just a interesting metaphor.
1: Yeah, no, I love that. Okay, all right, keep them, keep them coming. What else you got? See, I did it. You just did it to uh, you. And what else?
0: And what else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, we kind of touched on it's your idea, not mine. Yeah, but I think that's um, that's definitely
1: but- good that's good to go deeper on that because it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard, if we're being completely honest, it is a hard thing to do because I think as creative people, we do all have a bit of an ego. Hopefully we have less as we get older, but there is something to be said about like, you know, I want a little bit of credit for, but, but, but at the end of the day, it, it, it doesn't matter. Right. So what I like to do is, give credit for little things, but the, but the bigger idea is all of us, right? It's like, right. great ad from so-and-so, and this started off from a seed from, from this person, and then this person, you know what I mean? And so I do like to do that, but I agree that at the end of the day, it's like the idea doesn't, it belongs to everybody or nobody, you know?
0: Right, right. Yeah, I think, it, I think you nailed it. It's, it's, um, it's checking your ego at the door is the first thing is that if you're part of a creative team, it doesn't necessarily matter. You're all gonna rise. The idea can come from anywhere. And if there's anything, it's a, an idea, Is a similar thing with entrepreneurship, right? So creativity and entrepreneurship, I think in our industry are very, are very similar in that um, an idea is just an idea. A lot of people have ideas. Can you execute on them? Can you foster them to completion? Can you push it through all the different roadblocks? Can you make it better along the way, right? I mean, that's the work, that's the, that's the work. The idea is important for sure. Uh, and that gives it, it foundation. Uh, but there's a lot more to it, right? I mean, it's got oh, yeah. it's gotta go down that road because just like with a startup, Everyone can have an idea, but are you the one that can take it and execute it and put all the put all the work into it and make it into something and form it into something
1: um, yeah and 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 it kind of a similar idea, and I can't remember who was talking about this, but you know that, that what you're describing towards the end of the process is uh I think Rick Rubin talks about this in his book, right? It's the craft stage craft. of it, right. And there are some people that are really good. I think his, his stages are like the seed, the seed, which is I love that you use that word, right? It's like the seed, the exploration, and then I would I would I would even add to exploration like the the ideation or the concept, you know, whatever. And then it moves into the craft phase, right? And I think it's him that says there are some people who maybe were involved in the seed stage and the and the ideation or exploration that probably shouldn't be involved in the craft stage because they're not, the, they're not the best crafters. There's probably people, and vice versa, right? There's some crafters who have no interest or, or don't have that skill set to be part of the upfront, but they're the best at what they do in the craft right, right, part, of, part of things, right. you know?
0: Right. I mean, I, even in the seed phase, I'd argue that a lot of the best things that are, a lot of the best ideas you can't necessarily point to who came up with that, right? Yeah. There's always a, there's always, not always. I mean, there are some genius ideas that are born by geniuses and it's not taking it away from that. But a lot of it is, you know, I don't know. We were talking, we were chit-chatting, shooting, and we're brainstorming and you said something and then I said something and then he said something and like it just happened, right? Like it just, whoop. (laughs) And right. there it is. And now we can all now we can all take ownership in it. That's that's like one level of it's your idea not mine, right? Another right. level is during the process, right? So um I work with I work with this guy um Tim Corrigan. He's the he's the producer for uh all NBA on ESPN. We were doing like Okay. A, we were doing all the like NBA finals opens and um, a lot of the graphics around that. And this guy had a strategy that I totally, I hope I adopted into my, into my wheelhouse. Cause I'm like, yeah. man, how did he, so well, I'll, I'll present something and I'll show him a work in progress and he'll go, huh? Cause yeah, you know, this is really good. What do you think of, what do you think of what happens in that second shot? And I go, well, you know, it's it's this that it's like it's not quite the, it's not quite there, but we're working on it. Well, what do you mean? Like, why isn't it? Why isn't it quite? Why isn't it quite there? And I'm like, well, I just think it could be better, and I, you know, would be really cool if we did this, this, and that. I was like, that's a great idea. That's a great idea, K. Rob. Let's do that. And I hang up the phone with it. And I'm like, man, like we totally just pour, put more work on ourselves. I can't charge him over just for it. it was my idea, you know. And he would do it time and time again, and it came from a place he wasn't oh manipulating. God. It came from an earnest place, totally earnest place. And he would keep making me push myself live to go. How can this be better? Right. So he he played a trick. Like maybe he maybe he knew where he was going. Maybe he's like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get Kevin to say. <laughs> what i want but i'm gonna make him say it maybe
1: you yeah uh, <laughs> you know what's funny is it's the same thing as the wise but it's the how right it's like well yeah how it's like why well, i think that it's a you know i think that we need to i'm just making shit up but it's like i don't know i just feel like we need to to dial up the the energy in this but well, well how well, maybe if we add, you know, some some new lenses, and maybe we add a dolly or something. That's like, but but how? How are we gonna do? How are we gonna afford that? Well, maybe I'll cut. It like it. Maybe it's a yeah, how question, yeah, right? Totally. It's the, I the, love the, that. the three hows. The
0: three hows. Let's let's trademark that. That's straight idea them. with yeah. that. That was your. Yeah, idea. that was our. That was we came <laughs> up with it together. See, <laughs> right, it's all it's all coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly. Great. That's exactly it. Um, brilliant. Pretty brilliant. It's Pretty super brilliant. brilliant. Like when he was doing, and he kept. I I noticed it, and it didn't stop. It didn't stop the process. Like he'd still, he, for years, he did it. <laughs> and and I use that in running internal teams. Yeah. Because it's not you telling people what to do. It's the it's 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 the artists, the creatives coming up with how they think it should be better, and you could. Guide that, of course. I mean, if it's going to work or not going to work, or why is it going to work, help to usher through it. But I think it's always best um, if the person working on it can at least be a part of the process and not do this, do that, do this, do that. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes you have to do that. I mean, it happens, but the goal should be, in my opinion...
1: We're getting, we're getting a little, I'm getting a little internet drop off here, but it's kind of like the whole thing of like, tell me, tell me what needs to be done, not how to do it, right? So it's, it's very different to say, I don't know, I just feel like this, this piece doesn't have enough brand recognition as opposed to make the logo bigger. That's right. Right? Yeah, nice. Because you could do it, you could probably do that in any number of ways, You know, if it's about the brand recognition, you could maybe do it in a different way, not just, but, you know, but that's what that's it's like, tell me what the issue is, not how to not how to fix it.
0: Right. Right. And that Mm -hmm. that goes back to a client talking to the clients. Right. Is they might express to you, make the logo bigger. But if you don't go, oh, they're a bunch of idiots. Why would they keep asking for the logo bigger and then go, maybe they're onto something that I'm not seeing.
1: And they're not um, articulating it right. And they're
0: not articulating it right. It becomes, well, we don't feel our brand recognition is right. Well, now you can, might have a conversation anywhere from media strategy to the opening of the spot to right. the narrative. I mean, there might be something. To the writing,
1: that, to, yeah, anything. To the, the voice, the tone, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like there's always power in somebody who's a little bit away from the project. Um, so because they're coming at it from a cleaner like we can get so close to what we do we like to think that we're clear but sometimes we're not clear because we're thinking about it and working on it all the time so i feel like who's ever who's who's ever coming in every now and then and has a more clear view sometimes i'll put the crown on that head and go you're the creative director right now yeah because I'm too close to this thing. I right. can't see it. You know, you're you're getting a clearer vision. Um let's let's discuss this and see what's yeah. working and what isn't.
1: That's cool. I like that. All right. What else? What else you
0: got? <laughs> um well, we can go to uh, take your title and shove it. That might be a good that's a good segue.
1: I like it, yeah. Take, take your title um, take your title and shove it all right
0: take your title and I mean we've kind of covered this but I I think it's a I think it's again an, an, an ego thing of if you're gonna be a leader within a creative company your main goal is to foster creativity and foster talent and in order to do that you have to create a culture that In a creative company, everybody can be creative. Yep. Um,
1: And everybody can feel safe enough to feel like they can be creative, right?
0: Yes, exactly. Because I've, I've been involved in a couple companies where if you're a producer, you're not allowed to give creative input. If you're certain roles, you're not allowed to give creative input, or it's frowned upon it's eye rolled it's stay in your it's stay in your lane yeah and um i don't think that works for any sort of creative culture within a company and it's it's not it's not leading the company to the (laughs) to the motherland of whatever that that good idea so if somebody else is is if if for example i'm working on a project and i'm too close to it and i need to ask somebody else they're bestowed you're bestowed the title of creative director. Tell me what's what's wrong with this thing, yeah? Um, because I can't quite see it. And if you're in a brainstorming session, um, I everyone everyone can be invited, right? And I often find that sometimes that seed of an idea actually doesn't come from the creatives. That seed yeah. of an idea can often come from the people that. Um, are not as close to it, and they're seeing it's more as the consumer. Right. You know? um, and I think if you break down those barriers, and nobody, when you walk into a brainstorming session, when you go into a review session, that titles don't, titles don't matter, we're all trying to figure this out together, um, and again, you check egos at the door. Yeah. Um, it's, now, it's let, me, let me ask
1: you this. So I've been thinking about this recently, and in my mind, the process, in terms of like the amount of people, and the and it, to me, when I think about it, it's like a it's like a bow tie shape, and it's like a lot of people at the beginning, right? Because I think that's where you get you know a lot of can percolate a lot of ideas, get volume right, and then yep. as you start to get more towards coming up with the concepts, it starts to taper off. Because I do think also. That too many people, as you go along, then, you know, the, the, you're trying to yes. please too many masters and then it's not, you know, the ideas get. And then, and then once you get to the crystallized idea, that's probably at its, at its finest point. And then when it's time to start executing it and crafting it, then it starts to build back up again, right? To, to you having a, you know, 30-person crew on a shooter or you have, you know, all the designer, whatever it is. I think in my mind, that's kind of what it, what it looks like. But also, I, w- I would be curious to get your take on this. I agree with everything that, you, that you're that you saying, where I, I, I like to keep it real, right? Because there's some people that are listening to the show that maybe have worked with me in the past where I've said, well, they shouldn't be driving creative. So uh, what I mean right. by that is, I've 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 told this to my team. I'm like, you know, well, the, the account person shouldn't be driving the the creative. We want their input and we want their... Their thoughts, but they shouldn't be the one that's sitting over your shoulder, like telling you what to change, right? And so that's the only thing, and I I think I think we're we're probably on the same page about that. But they shouldn't drive it because they have their role, and we have our
0: role for sure. Thank you for clarifying that. I think your your bow tie shape is perfectly articulated. I hundred percent agree. It's it's creative creative should always be driving the idea forward and fostering it for sure or else it gets watered down right right and you lose your you lose your way you lose your direction and that's that's where i get to okay what is what does creative director mean well it's that we're making sure that the creative has a clear direction to it yep right and how do we do that that means that we have to listen to some people not listen to others take it into all into account of course but make sure that this thing is driving right through the middle of that bow tie and that the I idea lo- doesn't, go that. Into a, doesn't go off doesn't go into a uh doesn't become a windsor knot or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, we we're,
1: yeah. we're, we we're, we're doing it you know well who, who came up with that idea i don't know Kevin yeah. and I were just talking and it went from the bow tie to no, that's yeah. good, and 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 as you're saying that, I'm like maybe do we need a new title? Is it more like creative shaper? creative I don't know, but right. but yeah, you're you're right. It, it's 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 kind of like you know, as as some you know the the best the best because you know I I ask people, I've asked people in the past, and it's part of the book, like how do you see the role or how do you define it? And uh, I think it was Lee Brown from GSCM that said, "I'm just here to make the work better," and that yeah. in some cases. Is about buying more time for my team. In some cases, that's about pushing back on the strategy or the brief. In yeah. some cases, it's about me literally getting in there and punching up some copy. Like you know, that's that's what I do. I make the work better. Yeah. That, that's my my job. I love that. Yeah,
0: I love that. It's humility to it as well. Which is yeah,
1: because you have to be comfortable with the fact that you may no longer be the you know, the yeah. idea guy, you know, right? you're right. you're the, you, and you have to take joy out of being somebody saying, man, Jaime really knew how to assemble that team. He knew who to get into the room to come up with the ideas or That's right. he knew, you know, like you, you start, you have to take pride and joy in other things that aren't like just the idea. It's like, man, he got a great team together or he, he tweaked that insight or he tweaked that idea, you know. And that's got well, to be. <clears throat> what,
0: that's exactly what. Ha- so that's exactly what what happened um, for my journey personally is. I I loved being the idea guy. I wanted everybody the does. To yeah. Mine, and it felt so good to get to have an idea, to have everyone love it, to see it. I mean, what is what is a better feeling than that, right? And then there was there was a moment in a in a in a meeting. And I don't even know how it happened. I wasn't trying to do it, but it it opened something opened up, something opened up, and the idea became what I'm saying became came everybody's. The producer came up with an idea, an associate, an editor, and like all of a sudden, I was sitting back and I was watching the team come up mm. with something and get excited about it, and that it gave me it gave me a. a sh- you know, the shivery feeling—that shivery yeah, yeah. feeling—that you just uh, it goes all the way up into your brain, yeah. and it's just the best. And I was just so proud, and I didn't—none of it was my idea, right? Now I was gonna take. Now I was gonna help to, you know, usher it through and make it, make it better, and have the experience and make sure it doesn't go off the path and make it better, like what you're saying, right? But like that—that feeling—that was like that's the first time. That I felt like I was actually a leader, mm. um, and that that's there cool. was something bigger than me coming up with the idea. Right. And that's. I feel like that's when I also became like a. I don't know. It became like, when I became like an owner of a business. You know, like yeah. Ah, it's it's how do you that's 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 leadership and that I hope is what. Um, is what I'm
1: doing. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you you almost had like uh the way I the way I pictured right? If you were shooting this scene is like you almost had like an out of body yeah. experience, right? And it's like it's like those things that you see in movies where, <clears throat> you know, the, the 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 dialogue sort of gets muffled, right? And you're and you're taking it in from some other kind of plane, you know, kind of like an out of body experience and you're like, Yeah. Oh shit.
0: That's exactly. That's it. That's that's exactly what, it, what it That's was. what happened. It was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I mean, it doesn't happen every every time for sure. Um,
1: but yeah, and sometimes that, you do have to get in there, and you know, sometimes oh, you do have to be, you know, you somebody. Have to. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's a client. There's a timeline. Like so, like, you know, we're I guess talking a little bit in ideal ideal terms. Of but course. I think, that, I think it's important to to at least have the the goal. And to keep to keep the larger picture in mind
1: as much of, as possible as much as yeah. possible yeah. yeah because otherwise you just succumb to the the grind right and and um and then it just becomes um you know you become a factory or something like that and that's, that's not right. and again like I said I I like I try to keep it real cuz I always imagine people listening you know that I've worked with them were like but that's not what happened on so and so project like uh, you know, yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But the goal is to try to make yep. that happen less and less and less over time, right? To to try to live up to the ideal, because yeah, otherwise, I, then you just, you know, and then that's where you get that's where you get burned out, like you like you described earlier, right? Or that's where you become jaded, and that's when you start, you know, doing things that are safe, and you just go like, ah, eh, right. client's never gonna like that. Let's just go give them what they just give them what they ask for. That's you know.
0: right. That's right. And that's that's the place where all good ideas die.
1: That's a place where they go to die. All right. Well, this dude, I mean, this has been a great yeah. great conversation. I, I and I, I again, like I mentioned earlier, I need to get better about preparing for stuff, but I'm going to put you on the spot. And maybe you, you it sounds like you've listened to a couple of episodes, but do you have a confession, creative director confession that you that you want to share? The the story that you just shared a few minutes ago, could count for that, right? <laughs> is that having that that epiphany? But is there something else that you what, that you what want to a, confess? What, you,
0: what is a what, and what? does that mean? Like something. I, that I, I feel mean, I've had some. About, or? I've had
1: some people. My 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 favorites. I mean, the the most common one is about imposter syndrome, but I've had great ones where Rob Burnham, who was one of my early guests, who was still one of my my favorites, just a cool guy, talked about losing the film right this is how long he's been in the business losing the film to a big photo shoot and only having polaroids to use and he lied to his client and and basically convinced the client to use like a tiny little low resolution polaroid in the final product and and sold it through as like the big idea <laughs> that's probably my that's probably my favorite
0: that's a good one <laughs> that is a good one that's a good one um Well, imposter syndrome. I mean, every day, right? For sure, that's the low hanging fruit. Yeah. Uh,
1: And that you know that can be that can be enough. Yeah. That can be enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent.
1: Every day. And you know, I was just thinking about this the other day. Are you are you a fan of uh, Mad Men?
0: You know what? I've never. I've only seen like half of the first season.
1: Okay. Watch that. It, great show, obviously, it was done in a different time, you know, in terms of like where, where it set and all that. But there was something that, that that struck me and to anybody who's a mad mad men f- um, fan. And I started to think, was the whole premise point of the show about imposter syndrome? And the reason why I say that, and, and you probably didn't watch enough episodes to know this, but Don Draper is actually not Don Draper. He assumed the identity of a guy that he was in the army with who died and he took oh, he stole really? his identity. And then as I started thinking about it I'm like, well, Don's been kind of doing that the whole time. He's like been fighting who he really is, right? He's been fighting who and then at the very end of the of this of the whole show he like goes to this uh, meditation retreat and kind of, you know, is is searching for something and I'm like, wow, was the whole point of mad men about imposter syndrome as a, as a creative director. So anybody out there who's a mad, mad, uh, mad men, um, uh, um, file, check my logic on that and tell me if, if you think that that's right.
0: Now I want to watch the show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. So at the very end, he, he kind of, he's always searching for something, right? I mean, he tries to get married and he's a cheater and, and he, you know, he's, he's, he's searching for something, right? And, and, at the very end he goes to this to this meditation and yoga retreat. And the premise is that it's there where he comes up with the big idea for it's kind of like the Coke. Do you remember the I like to teach the world to sing? Yeah. I yeah. like to and that's kind of the way that they summarize it is that he came up, that was his crowning achievement, and it happened because he went to that that mm-hmm. thing. At least at least that's the way I remember it. But yeah, yeah. it's a it's a great show. It's a great nice. show. Nice. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for being on the show. I mean I, I think that yeah, thank you. This is definitely uh, this is a definitely a great episode and one that's filled with a lot of information that I think people need to listen to. So um, like congratulations. Yeah
0: I like to drop two books. I I don't two, have a confession yes. for you, but I do okay. think there's two there's two well, two sources of material that I think are very helpful. One is Pitch Anything by Or okay. Clough, okay. which has very a lot of similar ideas from um, your presentation episode yep. a while back is a fantastic one and in terms of leadership this is a weird one for a creative but Jocko willing's book about leadership I've seen is that. extremely is extremely powerful and I found a lot even though it's coming from a navy seal um, which typically you don't you know right what is a creative know about a crew but right. if there's anyone who knows about leadership it's creative seals and um, that that also was a really interesting read both audio audio is great because he's got yeah. such an interesting voice yeah um but either way it's a it's a good one
1: you had a you 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 um you had you you mentioned it incorrectly there but you landed on something genius you called it a creative seal you meant to say i think uh <laughs> but what a great, what a great i'm an, I'm a creative seal i'm a creative <laughs> you know i think yeah, you meant monikers to, uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a creative seal. What does that yeah. mean? What yeah, is that? That's yeah, a new yeah. that's a new job posting. Yeah, We're looking for a creative be. seal.
0: That's what I want to be. I want to be a creative seal.
1: There you go. That'll yeah. be an episode for for the next uh, for that's next time. Come up with nice. the whole uh, idea around <laughs> creative seal. But um, I, I, I'm I'm curious to to follow your you know your adventures and can't wait to see what your next big thing is. And uh, really 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 enjoyed this conversation. So let's just Thank keep you. chatting Thank as as to as two creative directors and two friends, uh, I look Love forward it. to that.
0: Love it. That All right, man. Crazy, man. Take Thank care. Thank you have me on. All right. Yeah,
1: Bye-bye. enjoyed it. Take care. Bye-bye. And there you have it, folks, another episode of Confessions of a Creative Director in the Books. Thanks to my very special guest, Kevin Robinson. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you're a up-and-coming creative director and you need a little guidance, you need to know a little bit more about the job, maybe you're trying, you're aspiring to become a creative director. Pick up my book, What's the Big Idea? An Indispensable Guide to Becoming a Kick Ass Creative Director. And it's now available as an audiobook on Audible. So check that out. All right, folks, until next time, peace, love, and creativity. See ya.